Welcome to the Success Journey Show. Let's travel together through the lives of individuals on the road to success. Hey, what's going on, travelers? It is Ricky Ventures and Marlon Madden, and we're back with you again for another week of the Success Journey Show. Marlon, what's good, bro? How you doing this week? Man, I'm chilling like a villain, man. You know how it is. There you go. There we go. Chilling. Like a villain, yeah. Uh, man, me as well, man. I, I'm feeling great, man. You know, I am. Um, been doing a lot, a lot of reading lately. Uh, just and, and reading in a sense of like trying to like absorb content, just to keep me motivated, keep me pushing. Um, different things I want to improve on my, on my, in my end, right? So I know one area, and travelers, I'll show you this. You know, one area that I feel like I lack in, you know, is procrastination. Well, I don't lack in procrastination. I am a, <laughs> I'm abundant. You are procrastinating. <laughs> you know, some people are like, oh, word, really? Nah, I wouldn't think that of you. You don't, you don't procrastinate. But I, I think I do, man, because I feel like I can get a lot more things done uh, a lot faster. And um, if I would have sat down and do it, but sometimes I'll wait to the last minute. Just like a typical procrastinator, you know, wait to the last minute. And I say, you know, that's one thing that, you know, I really want to do this year is just um, improve on different areas of my life. You know, um, a lot of people say, you know, I just want to, you know, lose weight. You know, they focus on different things, which is cool and which is great. And I've done it, too. Um, but I know I started off this year with the word of just be, you know, be, you know, and be be all that I, I'm supposed to be. That sounds like a cliche that you hear all the time, huh, Marlon? <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's the army, though. Yeah, it's army, though. <laughs> but, but, um, and I was like, you know what, man, you know, this is something that I know that I, I can do better in, I can improve in. And I uh, started reading this book and the book is really just, just revealing a couple of things to me. Man. And, and I'm, I'm really enjoying just the self-improvement, self-assessment, self-improvement. And I'm just hoping that I just continue on this journey and enjoying just better in myself. So man, travelers that are out there. Hey, you know, I, I know we all have different weaknesses. I know there's all different areas in our lives where we know we can improve on. Man, take the moment just to, you know, talk to somebody, read a book, watch a movie, whatever it is that can help you step up your game to the next level and, um, you know, take ownership of your life. Take ownership. Yeah. Well, Marlon, man, go ahead, man, and talk to the, the travelers about some things that we got going on and some things they can do. Hey, travelers. Hey, listen, we appreciate everything you're doing. Once again, the easiest way to get to us is the successjourneyshow.com. And we make everything so simple because that's the theme of all our different handles. If you go on Twitter, uh, it's success underscore show. If you go on Instagram, it's success journey show. If you go onto YouTube, it's success journey show. Also, if you go on any platform and you're trying to find us um, on, on, on any platform to listen to our podcast, it's the success journey show. You'll see some nice blue mountains and you'll go ahead and click on that thing and go ahead, like subscribe. Also YouTube is the success, the success journey show, like subscribe and give us a five star. If you think we rate a five star, just be, we want to be interactive with you guys. So if there's anything that you want us to do, or you want to hear somebody again, or you want to ask questions to any of our previous guests, you could definitely drop it on our, uh, uh, our website and then you'll be, we'll be able to facilitate your needs. All right. That's right. That's right. Guys, we're here for you. Uh, this show is for you. And, um, we, we feel honored to be able to bring you the guests and the stories of success and people along their journeys to success. But you know what? We're going to jump right in it. Like we always do. And today, uh, like no other, like, all other weeks, man, we have another uh, special guest to bring to you today. Um, and she has a phenomenal story, and we are excited to have her. And it's none other than Aisha Holness. Aisha, thank you for joining us today. Hello. Thank you for having me. Oh, no oh, problem, man. No problem. I'm excited. Yeah, <laughs> our pleasure. Our pleasure. So, why don't you tell the travelers? We call them travelers, you don't, you know, if you don't know. So, sometimes at first we started calling them listeners, but we really wanted to embody all the listeners that are going on this journey with us um, and this body embody that whole theme of this traveling and, and journey. So we call all our listeners travelers. So if you could just share with our travelers just a little bit about yourself. Well, um, it's so funny. You should say that in preparation for this. I, I was actually thinking to myself, 
how like have I even arrived at success? No, I'm still journeying. And I when I realized <laughs> that that was the name of your your podcast, I was like, oh, okay, good. Well, then I'm in good company. Um, about myself, um, I am a dentist. I'm a practicing general dentist. Um, I've been doing this for about ten years now. Um, that's how long since I've been out of school. And it's crazy to say that because it seems like not very long ago when I was trying to get into school and when I was struggling to get out of school. And so here we are. Um, my journey continues, but that's where I am. So um, I don't know where you want me to start as far as life is concerned. <laughs> but I, I first started thinking about uh, dentistry as a career option when I was in high school. And um, I got braces on my teeth and I was like, oh, man, this is a pretty sweet deal. I come in here and my mom leaves the front office people with some money and I sit in the chair for a few minutes. And yeah, it seems like a pretty good setup. That's what actually got me thinking about it. Um, as I looked into it, I saw that there were not um, as many African-Americans in this field as there are, you know, people to treat. And oftentimes, you know, people go back and serve the communities that they're from. Um, and within the African-American community, you know, we, there was still, um, we were still underrepresented as far as dentists are concerned. So that got me thinking, I was already on my path to, um, you know, preparation for college. And I always kind of knew I was going to be a doctor. Um, but I hadn't really given much thought to dentistry by that time. And when I did get to school, um, I had encouraging professors. One of my professors um, pointed out that dentistry would be good for women in particular. If you wanted to start a family or just it offered a flexibility that um, was attractive to me. So I was like, oh, OK. Um, and I went on to apply to dental school. I got in. Um, I got out. And I got a job uh, working in a pediatric office, a pediatric dental office, which was uh, tons of fun, as you can imagine. And it taught me to be very patient. Um, I learned a lot of things and I was there for a couple of years before realizing this is not really where I wanted to spend the rest of my career. Um, and I wanted to use all of the skills that I had used while I was in school. So I struck out um, in search of another position. I ended up um, working as an associate in several offices um, before realizing it really, really just wasn't working out the way that I had envisioned. And I ended up um, very frustrated. And I came out of school, you know, during the Great Recession. So things were mm. not as I had imagined that they would be when I first had this grand idea to go to dental school in the first place. Um, that recession really did affect the whole dental industry in a way that I don't believe anything had um, previously. So in any case, um, I, I realized, well, I was frustrated and I, I, I prayed, actually. And the very next day, um, I, God started giving me <laughs> giving me some answers that I was looking for, um, pointing me the way toward opening my own practice. And mm. so that's what I did. About a year and a half later, um, this was in the fall of 2013. And a year and a half later, we opened our doors at Bowie Dental Wellness. So mm. that wow. was four years ago. So here we are. And that's where that's where my success journey is at this point. <laughs> We're not done, but this is, that's where it's led me to. Wow. Wow. So, you, you, I mean, you said a lot so far. and We're going to go back and we're going to dissect it a little bit more uh, okay. for the travelers. And, um, you know, uh, the thing that got me the most was you had a vision as when you were young as you were exposed to something that intrigued you. And you was like, wow, you know, this could be a direction that, that I go in. And yes, you know, as a, as a student, you know, even undergrad, let's talk about this, even that, that journey, right. First, because okay. you don't, you don't start off by just going straight into 
um, dentist, like what is it called? Dentist school or dentistry? Dental, dental school. Dental school. There you go. <laughs> 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 you know, <laughs> I, I had it right before I was saying that. Like, uh, you don't go start off by just going right into dental school. So, you know, I, I know you talked about that hurdles. They, oh, you're trying to get into dental school. Um, and you made it sound so easy. I got in, but then I'm trying to get out. You know, it's, it's like, so give us a little bit more in terms of just getting that process going on from that state of, man, this is my dream of going, being a dentist. Now I got to go to undergraduate school, then go to dental school. And does that, what, what happened? What transpired there? Uh, okay. You you want to know my struggle. Yeah. Okay. That's it. That's it. So, um, <laughs> I'll yeah, be honest, yeah, it really wasn't go. a lot of there struggle getting oh, okay. into, into, <laughs> into undergrad. Um, I was a biology major, um, which was one of the tougher majors. And um, I did I did get out. I mean, it wasn't a walk in the park, but I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't, I, I did it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I did it. Um, I, yeah. While I was an undergrad, um, I attended an HBCU, Oakwood College now university. And while I was there, I was fortunate to have a lot of support among not only other students, but also the faculty. Um, I was pointed in the direction of a number, uh, a couple of summer programs that I participated in. I did one up at the University of Connecticut, the HCOP program. um, And that was a summer after following my sophomore year in in undergrad. Um, And then leading Somewhere during my junior year, I found out about another program offered up at the University of Michigan. And this one, similar, um, was called the Profiles for Success. Mm. And they also had a similar program, Pipeline. Those are still going on today. Um, And I participated in the Profiles for Success program. And the aim of that was to to prepare students who were on their way to dental school for the, for the DAT. That's the dental admissions test. So while I was there, I got some exposure to um, dentistry, just some of the things that we would, that I would later on encounter in dental school, a little bit more about the profession itself, got the opportunity to do some shadowing, um, but most of all preparation for the exam that would ultimately get me into school. So I did that. Um, that was a six week program that I participated in and it was awesome. I mean, to this day, I'm still in contact with many of the people that were my cohorts in that program. In fact, last week, um, there was, uh, the national dental association was in town for their annual convention. And I ran into several of the people from that, from that summer experience. So wow. that helped a lot with me getting into school, um, preparing my, my application. Um, they, you know, they told us what to look out for and I, I did, I did what I learned and mm-hmm. it worked. Wow. 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 Okay. Oh, so we got to go somewhere here. So now, <laughs> so you, that you into that process, boom, you got in, right. Got into dental school. Now, yes. how long is dental school for those that don't are familiar with the whole dental school process? Dental school is four years long. So after four years of undergrad, then I, uh, I had a biology degree leaving there. Um, dental school is another four years. Mm, got you. Got you. So in, 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 in dental school, you're actually, you know, practicing, you're, you know, learning a little bit more, diving deeper um, into the world of dentistry, learn a little bit more, actually able to practice a little bit more. Um, and then you say you start your first job, you know, working yes. at a pediatric um, dentist office, right? Yes. That's correct. Now, was there any in, in that transition, um, leaving dental school, getting your first job? How, what, tell us a little bit more about that. Those dynamics. So um, for me, it was actually fairly simple. So I was very active while I was in dental school in um, Student National Dental Association, which is the student, the that. Student National Dental Association is the um, the student arm of the National Dental Association, which I referenced earlier. That's the premier organization of black dentists. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been around 106 years now, mm-hmm. um, I believe. But this, the SNDA, I was, I was pretty active then. And we used to meet a couple times a year along with the local dental society, the local chapter. 
of the National Dental Association. And from there, I, you know, I knew some practicing dentists and one of them offered me a job and I took it. Ooh, <laughs> love it. So I didn't really, yeah, I, I kind of walked right out of school and into that job. Love it. Love it. So here's the thing. And this is why I asked you those questions to lead you up to this point here. I don't know if our travelers heard it um, in your in your summary about yourself. You said when you got into your first job, you got to a point where it was like, man, this is not it. That's right. right. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Now, now share with the listeners what that what that felt like, because. Up, up oh, until man. now, you, everything is just like, hey, I did A, B, C. I, told, I did what exactly what they told me to do. I did this. I did that. You know, everything worked out. The next door opened, the next door opened. And then this door opens and I'm like, yo, this is not what I want. You, you, you are raising some excellent points. Um, actually, my job had, it had become pretty stressful and I didn't really know what to do with what I was feeling because I had never been there before. Mm-hmm. And no one tells you really. Um, I was quite frustrated by that, by that time. And finally I realized I was probably also quite a bit afraid. Um, I didn't really know what to do next. Like I said, I just kind of walked into that job and I didn't know what to do to, to to go somewhere else. Mm. And I realized that I, I couldn't allow fear to keep me where I was. Mm. And and once I realized that, I mean, I just kind of had to jump. And so I put my resume out there and, you know, I actually had to do a resume yeah. <laughs> because I hadn't, <laughs> I hadn't done one even to get into that first job. And um, I wish I could tell you that it was just smooth sailing from then on out. It was not. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'm glad you can't tell us that. <laughs> no, it, it wasn't smooth sailing. I, I, went from that office to the next one, which that was a shock um, and to the next one, which was an even bigger shock and all for different reasons. Mm. Um, but I, you know, it's what I needed to grow. Yeah. And I, I started to, um, as I was honing my skills, my, my actual hand skills, my dental <laughs> dentistry skills, um, you know, I had to kind of put my big girl pants on and, <laughs> you know, just kind of make my way, find my way. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish that I would have had, looking back, I wish that I would have had someone to really mentor me. Unfortunately, I didn't have that at the time, but I did, I was committed to becoming a better dentist. And so I took advantage wherever and whenever I could of continuing education courses to kind of get my clinical skills to where I felt they needed to be. Um, and that's what, another thing about myself. You were talking, Ricky, earlier about just becoming better, being a better person. And that's, you speak in my language because one of my values is self-development. Um, development. Okay. And so I would just seek out, you know, I didn't have anybody to personally tell me, but I would seek out training courses wherever I could to help me in this area or that area. So I did a lot of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, love it. So, Marley, you want to say something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she kind of, um, you kind of answered some of my questions because um, self-development is a very um, good tool to have in your toolbox. You know, seek self and seek self-improvement. That's one of your, mm-hmm. that's one of the leadership traits. But because yes. I, I wanted to, I just wanted to know in terms of you talking about all these different programs that you did, and I'm going to take it a little bit back Um. Um, back to the beginning, you're talking about all the different programs that you were a part of six weeks of this one up in, in Michigan, mm-hmm. you went to Connecticut. Mm-hmm. So yes. how did you, was that because of you being a self-starter or that was somebody guiding you or your parents or somebody that you, that said, Hey, do this program. And then you're going to go here. Or was that just you being a self-starter? Um, well, I mean, I am a self-starter, but I also was in a nurturing environment. Okay. Um, I attended a HBCU, which is a historically black college or university. And there were opportunities. I mean, if you looked for them, you could find them. And so I probably found out about one of them is probably posted on a bulletin board somewhere, or maybe somebody mentioned something. I don't know how I stumbled upon it. Um, but I, 
when I heard about it, I, I mean, I jumped on it. I applied and I got in. But you, you see, what happened is you're saying it's so a matter of fact, right? But you have, <laughs> yeah. but you have so many adults or grown up, whatever you want to class them in, right? That go to yes. school and they think, okay, I'm here. I do a class. The professor says to do this. I do this. And then after I graduate, I'm supposed to be able to jump in this job and I'll be all right. Yeah, it doesn't you're, work that way. Unfortunately, it doesn't. No, but there's a lot of people that don't understand that it doesn't work that way. That during the summer, the summertime is not to go back home and chill and relax at mom and daddy's house. The summertime is actually <laughs> supposed to prepare you for something else. You understand what I'm saying? So, yeah. so if your ultimate goal yeah. is to end up back in mom and daddy's house, then sure, you can go chill there over the summer. Um, <laughs> but that wasn't my goal at all. I was quite clear when I left at 17 that I did not want to go back to mom and daddy's house. And so, no, I made sure that I made myself scarce there even over the summers. Mm. The, Ricky and I, Ricky and I, the reason I'm, I'm bringing that out and you're probably wondering like, oh, why is he harping on that? Well, um, Ricky and I, we talk about something in, um, now that we're going to, you're talking about the historically black universities as black, uh, um, a lot of black kids, what happened is they feel that just going to college is equates to success. So a lot of times just going to college is a success. Let me speak, let me speak they, on that. <laughs> Go ahead. You know, <laughs> ahead. I, I think I certainly think that going to college can lead to success, but that is not that is okay. not that is not the end of your success. And if you have that mentality, what you'll find yourself with um, at the end of your college journey is a lot of times just a bunch of school loans. Mm-hmm. And um, unfortunately, uh, you know, my peers and my generation, this is the, the situation that many of us find ourselves in. Um, no, it's just not that simple. If, if no one's ever told you before, let me be the first. Uh, it, it doesn't work that way. You're it, <laughs> And, and let me let me say this also. It's really important. Um, I met with a young lady just this past week who, incidentally, is from my home church, um, the, the church I grew up in. Um, she went to the same undergrad that I went to. She went to the same summer program that I went to because I recommended it. And she's now a student uh, up at University of Michigan and entering her third year. Um, but I, I sat down with her. We had the opportunity to have lunch together last week. And I said to her, you know, if you haven't, you know, I've learned a few more things in the years since I finished dental school. Um, you, you need to really be planning your life now. And, and it's not, it's not arbitrary. Mm-hmm. So whatever you want your life to look like, you have to begin crafting that now. Don't wait. What you were saying about um, undergrad, doing what your professors say to do is the same thing I basically was telling her about dental school. Yes, you have your requirements that are going to get you out of dental school, but those aren't going to get you anywhere in the real world. You've got to figure out exactly what you want to be doing and then start setting yourself up for that now. You know, I I wish I had had somebody that really I I didn't get that. I didn't get that (laughs) 10 or 12 years ago. And so she was just like, oh, wow, you know. She had some. She had some plans, and you know, she told me the plans, and I kind of chuckled. <laughs> Not that there was anything wrong with her plans, but I said, you know, what is what is the reason you want to do that? And if you do, that's fine. Okay, but how much is that plan going to pay you? Because these loans that you're carrying, you know, they're going to come to collect, and so you know, it, you can't just make arbitrary. Oh, you you can't go floating, you know, and, and it's like Ricky. Yeah, yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. right. The conclusion, what, what you said, I, I came to this conclusion not too long ago. Like, man, you know, the, the road was basically carved out. The path was carved. Um, uh, it, was, it was very plain, at least going from, you know, high school to college to dental school. And then afterwards, it's like, OK, well, well, now what? Yeah. And um, I, I, for one, did not go to a residency. I went straight into a job, which is okay, which is fine. But I didn't really have a plan, you know? Mm -hmm. So I I was just kind of drifting around. Granted, I was learning along the way, but I probably could have saved some time and some money too by, you know, being very clear about which direction I wanted to go in. Yeah, that's very key what you're saying, yeah. because there's so many people 
that are going through life without a plan. Mm-hmm. And well, here's the thing. <laughs> They're relying on someone else's plan yes. to take them from point right. A to Z. Yes. But they don't realize that as long as you're following someone else's plan and someone else's agenda, then you will never, ever fulfill the have a full fulfilled life that you desire to have. If that's even if that's what you desire, if you don't desire it. That's fine. You know, but you know, it's, it's programmed for you to, Hey, the reason why you're getting educated to go to, to college and the reason why colleges accept a lot of people is for one reason is it's a business, you know, yeah. colleges want to bring in revenue. That's correct. <laughs> yeah, Lots of it. So, so guess what? We're yeah. going to tell you to come to college so that we can get money. That's you know, correct. After, after college, Hey, we have a graduate program. Why don't you come? <laughs> That's right. And stay a few more years with us. That's then right. After that, like, hey, why don't you come work for us? And no, we're not going to pay you at market value, but you know, hey, you'll have you'll have our name. You know, yes. and it's like it's a whole it's a it's a business. And I'm not mad at it. That's that's their business strategy. But mm-hmm. you got to have your plan. Because if correct. you don't have your plan, you'll fit right along. And then after that, you'll go and work for somebody else. And mm-hmm. then you will follow suit to their plan. And, right. and working with them Correct. and helping them build up their business and help b- build their plan. <laughs> and guess what? Your plan that you thought you had, that you dreamed that you had, and you the, the vision that you have for your life will never be fulfilled because you never sat down and wrote out a plan for yourself. But you're making everyone else's plan come to life. That's you know, absolutely right. That's life. That is, that is absolutely right. I wish that, I could tell you that, you know, that I got that. <laughs> back then oh, and don't I, we all? <laughs> I knew the importance of, of writing your goals and all that but somehow I, I knew it cerebrally I didn't really mm. grasp the practical the practicality of that like no that's exactly like in every area of your life you really need to have a vision for where you're trying to go and and then work backwards from that vision you know reverse engineer yeah. your 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 plan that will ultimately take yep. you towards that vision. And so when I sat with this young lady, I, I basically said, no, you know, in each area of your life, like, I mean, how much do you want to make? Well, what, would you, what do you want your life to look like? Because if you want your life to look like this, um, then you're going to have to make this amount of money. And, you know, mm. you may want to do that, but is that going to get you that lifestyle that you're talking about there? Maybe it will. You may have to work a little harder in another area. And so you can't just fling around ideas and expect one of them to stick and get you what you thought you saw in your head. Like it just simply doesn't work that way. No, uh, not at all. Correct. Not at all. But 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 it, it seems like you love pain because after you did all that and you went to the, your associates and all these different, you now came to the epiphany that, you know what? I need to start my own practice. And uh, that's, that's what I want to jump let's into. Be very clear. <laughs> God told me to start my own practice. <laughs> I, I knew full well that there was going to be that pain involved that you spoke of, uh, which is why I hadn't, this is why I was journeying all around that time and, and, and not doing it. <laughs> exactly. What- <laughs> yeah, man, man. You're being stubborn. So tell us about that, um, that, 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 that one year later, you said after you prayed, um, you, you, you started the, um, uh, Bowie, Bowie, Bowie Dental Bowie Wellness. Now, now bring us into that. And I don't know, um, how that came. Well, I know how it came about the per, but how did that manifest as, to from paper to practical. Oh man, I, I didn't know the first thing about opening a dental practice, but I was convinced that that was where God was leading me. So I had that. I, I'm one of these people um, that once I know that, that's it. That's all I need. And so I kind of took off running. Like literally, when it did hit me, and it hit me like a ton of bricks. The next day, I was actually up in, in Buffalo at a at a continuing education course at the time. <laughs> I was in my hotel room and I, just, I, I really couldn't even sleep because I'm like, oh no, I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do this. Uh, when I got on the plane um, the next morning, I, I flew back out 
um, this way. And the next day I started making phone calls. I talked to a relative of mine who she was not a dentist, but she's a physician and she had run a successful practice for many years. And I ran it by her and she was like, go on and do it. And I called both of my parents and I told them and they were like, go on and do it. So I did. And mm. I, I literally, I started looking for, I didn't know what I was doing, mind you. So I started looking things up online and I found out about a class that, or a seminar that was basically about starting a practice from the ground up. So I was mm. for that course. It started in like six or eight weeks later, I was in Texas taking that course. And then I was um, applying for a loan, which I was promptly denied. Um, (laughs) 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 But um, when I spoke to the guy at the bank and, you know, they were gracious and they explained, you know, here's the reason why your loan was not um, approved. They said, I said, well, basically all I need is this. If I had this much more money, then I would be approved or my, my debt to, I had purchased a house in between here. I didn't mention that, but I had. Yeah, yeah. And so your death to income rate. Something like that. I don't even remember all the details, but yeah. I said, basically, if I had this much more money, my loan would have been approved. And they said, yes. And I said, okay. So I hung up the phone, click, and I dialed my realtor and was like, we got to get this house sold. Oh, yeah. wow. And um, <laughs> when, when I say, like, I know everybody's not like this, but me, I am. When I know that this is what I'm going to do, then this is what I'm going to do. And I called the realtor. Mm. I was like, we got to get this sold. And um, I started making the necessary uh, renovations and whatnot that needed to be done to get the house sold. Um, and I did. So that was, this is, we're now in December. And, mm. <laughs> right, right, a little, right about, right about, um, in April, I'll make a long story short, the house sold within about 10 minutes um, of going on the market. And I was like, okay, well, now I need some place to live. I was fortunate. I had some relatives that allowed me to crash in their place for about a year or so um, while the office was being built because I got approved for the loan and the the rest is history. Hey, everybody, it's Ricky here. And I really hope you're enjoying this episode. Hey, did you know that you can actually get paid for listening to this podcast? (laughs) I know it sounds crazy, but it's true. See, Marlon and I discovered this free app called PodCoin, and it literally pays you to listen to this podcast. Seriously, just go to PodCoin app and use the invite code Journey. You'll get 300 PodCoin just for signing up if you use my code. That's 300 PodCoin just for signing up if you use the code Journey. Listen, we appreciate all that you do, and let's get back to the episode. Peace. This is another thing that Ricky and I have been talking about. You know, when other um, people from other countries come to America or, um, you know, we could go with, um, you know, I'm not going to call none because I don't I, want, it's so touchy know, know, this year. Today. <laughs> right? So they, they, they do, first of all, you, you, you reverse engineered your plan. You knew that the, you got the house too early for the plan that you yeah, were set, uh, right? So you reversed the name and then right. you said, so then you also said, you know, a lot right now in America, they make you feel like if you, if you go back to, if you go to live with a relative for a year, two years, that you're a deadbeat, that you're not, you didn't have a good plan, but other um, immigrants from other country, that's what they practice in order to get each other And and even even I would say even people from this country, I mean, African-Americans did it for the longest time in the Great Migration. Um, Yeah. And and I'll be honest, I did feel some type of way. (laughs) Yeah. Because you're you're programmed to feel that kind of way because you're a dentist and you're supposed to be successful. Um, It wasn't even so much that. It's just like, man, you know, I worked so hard to buy this house and (laughs) my parents never owned a home. And here I was and I had finally got one and now I had to give it up. But I uh, ultimately, my, I mean, I, I had my eye on a particular goal. Like I said, I knew I needed to open this practice. And so I didn't even think twice about it. Literally, click, dial. That's how it went. And, um, okay. To get the realtor on the phone. And so that was just, it was just a means to an end. I mean. Wow. 
Love it. Love it. <laughs> man, I tell you, man, it, it's whew. so I'm, I'm, I'm going to go straight to. So you get into this practice now. <laughs> But she, but she builds. Don't talk about that. She built the building. Yeah. That's what you did, correct? Yeah, it's funny. I didn't... Yeah, you're right. I didn't... So you didn't go rent. You didn't go lease in. You went in full-fledged. Well, you said, I'm going to build, I'll build a, the building. Go ahead, Rick. It was Sorry. a... Um, I'm, I'm located in a strip mall. Um, when mm-hmm. I went, the yeah. first time I went to look for look at commercial property or whatever, I had my eye on one place that didn't work out. Some some karate studio got the place I had my eye on the first time. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then um, I was looking and I saw I was like, oh, okay, I'm familiar with this, you know, with this little plaza or whatever. But there's clearly nothing there. Like, what are they talking about? And what I didn't know was that they were about to put another building up in space, and so one of the first mm. ones to um to to get a space in that little strip so yeah there you go yes, it, was, mm. it was built up from the ground up there was nothing literally there was nothing there when i first um when i first found the, the property wow so so even with that you know because i know i'm being in having a construction background and renovation and all that good stuff and you, I know you knew nothing about that at all <laughs> going into that. Like I, I, talk about that, you know, the, 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 the plans, you know, you know, where you needed everything located, you know, how you wanted the layout to be and, you know, what instrumentation, what, you know, airflow, all that kind of stuff. Like, I, I know you had to been up like night after night, like, you know, all was, this stuff in your head, so like, man, how do I, I do this? I, well, okay. I, I may not have mentioned that while I was living with my family there, I was also grossly underemployed. Mm. Um, mm. So, yes, I was up in the nights and I was up in the days sometimes um, instead of... I, I got to a point um, where... Oh man, somebody out there needs to hear this. I got to a point where... Now I'm supposed to be a successful dentist, right? So we're talking about the success journey. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> How easy it is to gloss over this, but thank you for for bringing bringing this up. I did. I got to a point where I decided I wasn't just going to take any old associate position anymore. Um, I was going to temp until I found a job that was a right fit, that was a good fit, that was actually going to help me and not just use me. Which unfortunately, you know, I did encounter out there mm-hmm. far too, you know far too much and so yeah I did have some time on my hands and no I was not making what I needed to be making or what I thought I should or what I even was in the first job that I had it wasn't perfect but at least I had a steady paycheck Um, I did not have a steady paycheck during this time Um, I did have steady bills and <laughs> <laughs> oh, that never changed. I'm really grateful for my cousins that opened their home to me. Um, I, but I, it did leave me with a lot of time on my hands. And in that course that I found out about, um, I learned a lot. I learned a lot, a lot. And you know, in researching, I had plenty of time to go find things on the internet and read threads of threads, pages and pages and pages of people who had done this before. Um, and what I needed to be doing. And that's what I did. Um, I mean, countless hours and days and nights went into this. Um, yeah. And my cousins would come home from work, like, you know, <laughs> did you look at that? <laughs> and, and, I, and I was working, I did work sometimes, you know, I would work part <laughs> sometimes, but at the end of the day, I mean, that's what it took. Um, yeah. I did that time on my that mm. I had did pay off um, mm-hmm. ultimately, and you know we opened our doors wow <laughs> man oh man I'm telling you and, and you know what's funny and that's why we on the success journey um, show we have what we call the four duties we call it, we have discipline diligence um, and then you have to have the drive of course and then the you dream. have to have um, a, a yeah. dream right so so a lot of times somebody will look at you at your practice. There's somebody passing you and you're, you're, you're pulling up, you're opening your door and they find out that that's your place. And they're like, you know what? I'm just going to go open up a dentist. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, that's exactly. And, and, or they might see, you know, you're, 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 you have a, 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 a post. I'm not saying that you're an Instagram person or whatever, but I'm just saying they might see a post like, hey, 
going to work today. Happy that, you know, thank God for blessing me with my own business. And they're like, oh, that's all she did. She just, she went to school, became a dentist and then worked a little bit and then went and um, opened a practice. All right. that's good. Maybe that's I did do. make it sound too easy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, that's it. But they didn't, they, they, they're still not comprehending me, that people, there's so much people that's like, Listen, when I was, you guys asked me, as you, as you say these things, more and more things come to my memory because you know, this was, this was a few years ago now and then dental school was 10 years ago now. So no, but you're absolutely right. I remember being an undergrad and talking to students who, we would have uh, people who, alumni, come back and talk to our class, for example, about what it's like on the other side. And, you know, I would have, I remember one young lady in particular saying that she would go to bed at night crying. And I couldn't, in my mind, I couldn't really fathom. Like I knew dental school would be difficult, but I really couldn't fathom like going to bed at night crying. Until I did. <laughs> you know, and, you know, it's, it, I, I became real close to Jesus um, while I was in school. <laughs> um, yeah, but, you know, you know and, and, and in the years that, that have passed since, I mean, truly, for me, I mean, I have to talk about my faith because that's a huge part of it. It was no, it was no walk in the park. It is. Let me say this. It is no walk in the park. I'm still not where I want to be. I'm still not making as much as I would, you know, hope to make. Um, so even though I have been successful at achieving certain goals, like I'm not done yet. Like, you know, it's not, it's still, a, it's still, I'm still journeying to where I'm trying to get ultimately. Um, no, there's, there's nothing easy about it. And it's not for the faint of heart. Um, when, when I do speak to people who are, I, I, I had the opportunity to like talk to a number of young people, people who are in currently in dental school. One young lady, bless her heart, is about to start. Um, you need to think really long and hard <laughs> about what it is that you're getting yourself into. It's not for the faint of heart, you know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Hey, so let's talk about how, you know, people think of business. I don't think we talked about this. We may have highlighted it in a previous interview, Marlon, but I don't think we really harped on it much. So when you had your grand opening, you know, just tell everybody how, you know, when you had your grand opening, you had people lined up around the door, around the corner, you know, <laughs> ready for service. <laughs> right. Ready yeah, to get a cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, so we, we opened our doors and I did not have people lined up um, what? around around the, the. No, what I did have, um, I think I started off maybe two days a week or three days a week or something like that. Um, mm -hmm. and I actually oh, wow. um, was another job. The remaining. So I was I would be working in Silver Spring. I got my mom and my cousin to move up here from the Carolinas um, <laughs> and come help me out. And they were wow. my first staff members <laughs> in the dental office before. Um, my mom was my receptionist and my cousin was my assistant. And <laughs> while I, I was, while it. I, I would it. be at my other job, my cousin would be watching YouTube videos and trying to learn how to be a dental assistant, um, <laughs> trying to learn how to operate the equipment and stuff. And <laughs> I would come back, you know, in the days when I was there, she would teach me stuff um, about the equipment because I never had to do any of that um, as an associate. Wow. Um, wow. I, I didn't know anything at all about running a business. And in the jobs that I had had, like I was completely, I was never really exposed to the back office side of things. So I knew nothing, nothing at all. I didn't know how insurance worked. I didn't know I nothing. If you have to 1099 your, 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 your employees. Um, so the well, IRS I don't don't come know that you. having been that. Because so I, I was a 1099 and depending on all, all these jobs I had worked, like I had done both. So I understood from that side of things, but from the employer side, no, I had no idea. Um, I didn't know anything about anything. And wow. a lot yeah. of it was by trial and error. Um, yeah. I didn't know how to, I really didn't even know how to sell treatment. Nobody had taught me that. Um, 
So I, you know, just kind of bungled my way along until I just got overwhelmed doing both. And I was like, okay, I can't do both. I have to kind of put everything into my own shop, you know, and my mom quit on. <laughs> you are the worst boss ever. I believe it. She said, and she, she went back, back to her own life, and um, I had to hire the next staff. It was, uh, it was something else. I learned a good deal by trial and error. Um, I hired my first uh, assistant, my first real assistant <laughs> that actually had some experience. And my cousin went to work up front. And um, that's from there. Yeah, a few months later, I hired a hygienist. Um, and then from there, you know. Wow. 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 So now how, how much is in your staff? How many people in your staff? How many in my staff? Um, yeah. Right now. Actually, I had two people start today. Um, right now, I guess, I guess like six right now. I don't know. Wow, mm, it's, it's, awesome. it has varied, you know, from time to time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you have six other people that you have to say when when Friday <laughs> comes, they need to have That's their paycheck. And I have gone without. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, 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 yeah. I mean, so talk about so people, you know, they say that we're gonna start our own business, we're gonna do our own thing, you know, they get that first I'm check a, and they're I'm like a, this, I'm gonna be rich. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're gonna get all this money, you know, and not realizing that, you know, a lot of companies that start, you know, you don't really start seeing revenue um until years in to whatever business that you're that you're starting, yeah. you know, and a lot of people would get you know, discouraged even by that point. Be like, wait a minute, wait, pay pay my employees first. What about? What, what, what do you mean? I'm, I'm I'm supposed to be the one making all the money. You know. Um, unfortunately, you know, I learned a lot by trial and error. I have learned. Um, listen, I'm a, I'm a reader, and again, I'm always you know looking to be better. So, um, it's actually another cousin of mine introduced me to a book just last year, end of last year a book called profit first and i'm really glad she did <laughs> because, um it's, i you know I, I learned quite a bit from that the book isn't about dentistry it's just about being a small business owner and how to uh, manage your money so that you do pay yourself first um and I, I, mm-hmm. I haven't had that issue since, thank God. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a it's a lot by trial and error. You know, yeah. I to learn. I have spent thousands upon thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars educating myself not only on the clinical aspects of my work, but also on the business aspect. Um, I probably could have gone to school for couple more years with with what I've had to spend since I've been in school learning these things and so you know you always continually investing in yourself and in your own uh development and I do this because I know that again I'm still journeying and I haven't reached where I want to reach yet I'm still on my way but I you know without without the knowledge you know how would I ever get absolutely Absolutely. Man, Aisha, you have been uh, taking us and Marla and I and our travelers on this amazing journey. And we really appreciate everything that you have been sharing with us J- just for the sake of our travelers and Marla and myself. You know, I know you sh- share with us a couple of things that you would share with your mentees. But, you know, if you were if you could go back to that that um that room you were in when you first had that idea of becoming a dentist and you can just whisper something into her ear um, or your ear. Uh, what would you say? Write the vision, make it plain. Awesome. That's what I would say. Mm. Write I the would vision. Say, Write the vision, yes. make it plain. I would say whatever your vision is for how you want your life to look, um, write it down and be as specific as possible. Mm-hmm. Love and, it. And your goals should get you to that point. You're gonna have to work backwards. Yeah, but Love you, it. you have to realize that what you are doing today is creating the outcome later on. You, you can't just drift 
and simply hope that one day when, when you get in your car and you've never been to a particular destination before, you pull out your GPS and you program the destination. And the turns that you make are to get you to that destination. It would be silly to leave without a GPS or back in the day, a map and just say, you know, I want to end up here. And you just start driving without any course, you know, that's going to lead right. you to that place. It's the same thing with life and with any particular goal. You're not just going to end up there. You have to set your, your, your GPS, so to speak, to land you there. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. Travelers, man, like Marlon and I have promised this, this season, we're diving a little deeper. We're going deeper into the lives of individuals that are out there that are on this journey and that are trying to make an impact in the world that's around them. And, you know, it's funny because when I just, we were doing a little talking before the show, um, I don't even know what they call that. What do they call that? Like green room talk? Like, I don't know. Like joke, prep, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're, we're, yeah, we're in the dressing room. room. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, she was saying, you know, I, I don't, I don't even know. You know, I'm, I, I haven't reached where I want to go. You know, I won't even say, you know, define myself as successful. And I was like, you know what? That's the most. Um, uh, I would say uh, that's the thing that most of the, our guests have in common is that not one person that has gone on this came on this show said they have reached that pinnacle of success, but inside of them, they're always striving to be better and do better, not just for themselves, but for the people and their families that are, that are around them. So that's what we want to leave with you today. You know, it's not about just, Hey, I got this car, I got this house. I got all this money. It's about, Hey, you know, how can I keep growing? How can I keep giving? How can I, keep impacting this world that's around me, not just for myself, but for my family, for my friends, for my community, um, for my people, whatever, whatever it may be. And we, we are just praying that these uh, stories that we're sharing with you week after week have opened up something inside of you that's bigger than a paycheck, that's bigger than a status, that's bigger than a post, that's bigger than um, any monetary thing like. that you can uh, go after in life. And we just really are fortunate and honored to be able to give you these shows week after week, these episodes week after week. Hey, like Marlon said, you know, it doesn't end here. Interact with us on our social media platform. Interact with us on our website. Um, we have been spreading this word across the world. Uh, where are we at now, Marlon? Like f- almost 40 countries or something like that? Yep. 40, 40 countries. countries. I think we hit almost every state. We're close to almost hitting almost every state. You know, so if you know somebody in, a, in a, an adjacent state, just share this episode with them. Uh, help us reach everyone that we can um, across the world with these messages. Um, but unfortunately, you know, we've come to the end of another show, but the, but before that happened, Rick, people are going to want to contact you. I'm telling you, they're going to want to get some information from you. I know they are. Can you give them, um, the best way they could reach you without, you know, giving out your phone number, but, (laughs) uh, the best way they could reach you, meaning the social media platform or, a website or just if they want to become clean their teeth at your nice <laughs> establishment, you know? Um, well, know. the easiest thing is probably my, um, my website, which is buoydentalwellness.com. Um, you should be able to, um, reach me by email there. Um, there's, there should be a little form you can fill out, um, to reach me that way. That'd probably be the easiest way. It's buoy, B-O-W-I-E, dentalwellness.com. You guys heard it, buoydentalwellness.com. And it will also be in the description of the show. So you can click on that and go right over and get in contact with Aja. Aja, again, we thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing your story. And to our travelers, we will see you next week at the same time on the Success Journey Show. All right, everyone, have a good one. You've been listening to the Success Journey Show, where your dreams, drive, determination, and diligence are the foundation to success. For more information, check out thesuccessjourneyshow.com. The Journey Squad is here helping you to your destination. 